Hello, welcome to Circuit and Gear, a podcast where we discuss scenic automation and other interesting tech. I'm Gareth Connor. And I'm Mike Wade. Welcome to our quarterly podcast. Woo-hoo. Woo! We're on a timeline tonight, so we gotta keep this shit tight. Yeah, yeah. All no, right. no listen to this stuck in traffic in LA. <laughs> no, sir. That's right. <laughs> All right. So first thing we have on our agenda is we're gonna talk about some the tech support the line tech calling support. me. <laughs> we'll let one of those other guys answer that thing. Um, well, this is the second podcast in a row we're in the same room together. That's right. That's right. We're, we're in the costume shop. Back in the costume shop. We have a great setup. It's true. We got some yeah. mic stands and mm-hmm. pop filters, the whole thing. Yeah. Homemade cables. It's working great. It's working great. <laughs> All right. So uh, in August, as I want to do, I took a vacation. I went Foolish. to <laughs> and I went to France with the family and we uh we bicycled across uh, a portion of southern France which was totally awesome. Yeah. And what I did right before I got on a plane to leave the country, you like pulled the grenade pin, tossed <laughs> it into the shop and we're like, "Hey, just uh I'll see you guys in like a week." <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and I was like, "I want to bit a few jobs." Yeah. We probably won't get them. Uh-huh. Famous last word. <laughs> but we might. And to be honest, I don't even remember what the second job was. I know the one we got. Yeah, the one we got, I remember. Oh, it was a custom turntable. We were also, there was oh, like eight turntables yes. or something. Yes, that's right. That was, didn't come through. It was 12, I think. Wasn't 12, it 12? And 12 it was like turntables. spin appliances or something like that. That's right. But we got a request from our good friends at Stagehouse that they needed yeah. some hydraulic... Uh, Lifts, some scissor lifts, yeah. like roughly four by eight, a little bit undersized, eight feet of travel, uh, 10 inches a second, uh, and two, two. to 4,000 pound capacity. Yep. So I put a bunch of, put a bunch of pricing on it and walked out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I think your note, I think your note said something like, Hey, just so that this isn't all in my head when I'm in France. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And I gave a download to Cody about like, cause he was going to like, Hey, if you got to call these guys and start ordering parts, this is who's going to help you, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So we got it. Yeah. Um, Turned out none of those contacts wanted to help Cody. That, <laughs> that was true. <laughs> and uh, I got back to the, so we had to, it was a very tight timeline mm-hmm. um, as all so many of these stories go. Um, I landed back in the States I think some things had been ordered at that point, but the uh, like the lifts maybe had been ordered. I think only the, just, only just, yes. yeah. So we found one lift company. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I don't think the lifts had been ordered. Oh no, because, because we were when in the I got back, of the cylinder sizing. Yeah, or maybe this is either before I got, but right before I left, or before, or right after I got back. But I was still contacting other vendors and getting the yeah, we can't possibly do that in the timeline. Because we tar- called material handling specialties yes. and another one up in the our na- great northern neighbors up in Canada. They also said, earliest we could do for you is November. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, we're going to need this for like a second week of September. So there's a deficit there. Yeah. <laughs> and so Advanced Lifts out of Illinois was the only yeah. one crazy enough to be like, sure, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, no problem. We can make those happen. And uh, yeah, we can change that cylinder out. Don't worry. We'll just make them. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you're, you're just going to make those cylinders? Yeah. Right, because we want to do double acting so double that we can control up and down speed, et cetera. And uh, so we got back, got that, finally sorted out. And then there was a question about the HPUs because the next step was nobody wanted to build HPUs in that timeline. Yeah. 
I mean, it seems like nobody wants to build an HBU, period. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> like, we're like, yeah, you want to do that. I mean, that's just undoable. Yep. I don't, don't care how much money or time you have. And there, we did find one company that was like, well, we care how much money you have. If you have basically three times the amount that we had budgeted for, they would get right on it. Yeah. And it's like, ah, that is not going to work out because no. we've already agreed to do yeah. the job. We've already agreed to do the job, not with that much money. <laughs> not with that much money. So uh, Continental Hydraulics, turns out, they sell kits. Kits. So you can buy the HPU unassembled, and so we could do the assembly work. They were cheaper, and then we could get them in time. Yeah. So we ended up doing that. We found we did get the one vendor who was supposed to help us a lot, who ended up helping us very little, um, was able to get the proportional valves right. in time. They got essentially the valve stack, right? Or was yeah. it just the prop valves? No, it was the prop yeah. valves and the CBs and yeah. all that stuff. Um, and so it was like this mad panic in August to like get it done, like get, get it, it all managed. ordered, get it all ordered. And then you have like <laughs> three weeks to just wait because you're yeah. like, okay, now we just wait for it to roll in the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and hope it all works out. Yeah, yeah. So getting lifts from one person, getting HPUs from another person, getting valve yeah. stacks from a third. Um, and those HPUs were sweet, man. They were gold. They were gold, gold motors. I mean, they're still gold. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But actually, it worked out pretty pisser. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they, uh, I mean, we did, uh, I think we caught all of our whoop de doos before the orders went in. And so we were able to actually head off the problems uh, early on for the most part. And uh, yeah, like the stuff came in. We spent a few long days putting it together. um, And then shipped it out. And then shipped it out. Yeah. But it worked pretty well all the way around. (laughs) The only like whoopsie at the end was uh, we'd had, uh, so there it's a, we built pump per. So we had one HPU for each lift. um, Cause I think that, that was going to give them the most versatility of how they were, how Stagehouse could use it going forward. Um, but we really wanted to get nine inches per second up, nine inches per second down, and we could not achieve nine yeah. inches per second not down. The life of us. <laughs> and the closest we could get was eight inches a second down and mm-hmm. ten inches per second up. So, which you know, kind of goes against the grain of logic at first, because you're like, we, we got no problem going up, but yeah. we're stuffing in all the oil and the load and everything else, um, and we got gravity helping us down, but we just can't yeah. squeeze the oil out fast enough. Yeah. yeah. And then we popped the in a, in a move of desperation on a Friday night. We were shipping on the Monday. Friday night, we popped the hoses off the cylinders to look because um, we noticed that this, the hoses coming off the A side of the cylinders were a little small. It's like, well, let's see if we can't, you know, maybe we just got a flow problem. We'll just get, make those go bigger yeah. uh, so we can relieve some, increase the flow there, right? And we take those hoses off and there is like a pinhole drilled through the cylinder housing <laughs> as the escape <laughs> for the oil. Like, well, there's your problem. There's your problem. <laughs> it was like a half inch port with maybe a 16th inch hole yeah. drilled for the orifice of the uh-huh. oil. So I called the the lift manufacturer and I said, hey, is this like a flow restriction uh, uh, method? And at first the guy's like, no, 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 we didn't do, you know, they reported nothing, nothing funny there. And then he calls back like half an hour later. He's like, so I talked to the people who actually make the lifts and, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a, it is a flow, uh, flow restriction, um, as put out by an ANSI standard, which says that it's like the, 
if you're to have a hose failure, the lift can't descend faster than either four times the expected speed or the, uh, or like 30 feet per minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but in the end, I mean, that, that was okay. You know, we talked to Stagehouse and they were fine. They were okay with it. And we all kind of agreed, well, that's a, probably a pretty smart thing anyway. Yeah. We certainly had a counterbalance valve on there, but not right on the cylinder. Not there at was, the cylinder. Yeah, yeah. About two feet of hose between that and the counterbalance. So, um, yeah, but anyway, otherwise that all, it was all pretty good, good. And, uh, in the effort of, uh, trying to keep up on our time schedule, we're going to move right along. <laughs> it's the next item. Yeah. Well, you know, Oh, so at the same time we were doing that, all of that shenanigans were happening, and you were out of the country. Eat the mic. Uh, and you were out of the country. Yeah. I um, I was in I was in Seattle, uh, doing the final commissioning on the on the on a floor pocket in the wild. Oh, right. Yeah, I had forgotten, blocked that out. Can't remember which one. Sure. Um, but uh, but we went out and got that last floor pocket, uh, up and running and final commissioning and limit set and uh so it was pretty cool too yeah Um, but about a third of that time while i was there jess was left to her own devices in the in the trap room as i was on the phone with any number of people from the shop discussing the merits of lift tables and what happens and (laughs) you know under getting getting yelled at by by certain by certain friends who said we had needed to order these things today or we're never gonna make it I was like well we can't order those today because that's not the right thing because that table is going to mean that we have to have a 5,000 ps psi system <laughs> yeah 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 but uh but anyway outside of that the floor pocket in the wild pretty cool nice that and the sunroof work well and everything's in and lined up and Nice, good. and that's yeah. a permanent installed thing, right? Yeah, permanent. Well, I mean, you know, it's a semi permanent. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The sunroof is permanent, right? But the floor pocket, floor pocket is movable. Yeah, in the parking garage, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway, that is cool. Yeah. Woo. Fifteen minutes here. Fifteen minutes. Here we go. It's new website. What? By the time you guys are hearing this, you should go to creativeconnors.com and check out the fancy new website that Pete Veal put together he kicked it he certainly did that thing is awesome it is super sweet like it is by far the nicest looking website we've ever had but it's also so much clearer yeah it's so much easier to find stuff and i think you'll be amazed if you go poking around you're like oh wow those guys make that like yes and we have for years you just (laughs) couldn't find it (laughs) (laughs) it was there all this time all this time Mm -hmm. and there's some new stuff on there too but you should totally check it out because it is pretty sweet yeah it's very cool westview center pivot what is that like uh so we were we got a we were approached in the in the august time frame of scissor lifts and multiple turntables we were also approached by westview productions about making a center pivot for a permanently installed turntable. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, they came to us and said, you know, we got this scene shop who's making this thing, but we're the scene shop and us, we, we kind of, we don't make turntables. So we kind of wondered what was going on. Yeah. And, um, and so we, uh, we have designed up a, well, we're in the process of designing up the center pivot for this turntable permanent install. It's got a slip ring in it, and a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And that's got the slip ring, I think, is like a couple of power circuits and a DMX. Yeah. And that's from, we're getting it from Conductus Wampler. I believe that that is true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, it's cool. And so, you know, working towards um, working towards some more component pieces. Right. This is something that we had started talking about like a year ago, and you used my words against me. Yes. Um, and um, and reminded me that like a year and change ago, I said, "Hey, it would be a good idea if we made." turntable parts because a lot of people have problems with turntable parts not the turntable and i said you're wrong gareth and you said how about this email mike <laughs> shit <laughs> old mike liked this idea old mike liked this idea <laughs> new mike out with it out the door um yep that um, never happens to me yeah never not never. today even not today even. <laughs> um but anyway i think it's pretty great we're um you know we're we're working towards working towards ultimately making i think the the idea of you know components and components to make your system work right and however however much or however little or much you want right and i there there's some rumblings about potentially turntables sometime in our future and we'll see how that pans out but the um but the our point has often been that like turntable the problem with building turntables for people is that nobody wants the same size turntable so like you end up just making one of every flavor of turntable for the world well because the art can't happen if it's a 16 foot turntable it 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 just dies to be 15 9 it dies it does not achieve the vision at all (laughs) this is why the actors are not interesting anymore (laughs) the but the um but we already make the turntable machine if we make the the center pivot and then you know potentially there's other things in there that could could be made as well but start making those components like you're saying that might make it easy eliminate the big problem spots on turntables where yeah. center pivots is one of those that can be a little tricky to get a, a nice one it seems so simple but there's gobs of ways to screw it up yeah yeah many ways so uh, a while ago we did a job with thern uh down at waxahachie uh high school i think down in texas right yeah new high school down in texas and you went down to do the final uh commissioning and handoff and training and all that good stuff i did yeah it was pretty exciting so we had um uh thern it was like 13 or 15 i can't remember exactly now even even only like two weeks ago i've forgotten it already um axes and um a bunch of them were uh were slow were were quite you know were fixed speed essentially fixed speed motors right um we put VFDs on them anyway, but we they, did. Yeah. Yes. Because you're not going to run them slower. No, no, definitely <laughs> at least not. They have a little bit of a, a cell. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then a couple, three high speed line sets that were 1200 pound, 36 inch a second line sets in there as well, which are pretty cool, pretty yeah. beefy 10 horsepower machines. Um, and, uh, and then we also sent a stage manager. Yeah. Which was sweet to see the stage manager in the wild. Uh, and a pendant. Right. The pendant, which is cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and uh, so I went down there and we spent the first afternoon, the first couple hours with the installer um, finalizing all of the hard limits on the machines, which had not been quite finished by that point. Yeah. Um, and then the second day we were there um, was, you know, up spending some time updating Spike Mark and chasing through a couple little challenges that they had run into. And then, uh, and then doing a, pretty long what turned out to be a pretty long uh training and setup seminar with the end user yeah uh which i think turned out really well 
um, you know, they seem to have gotten quite a bit out of it. So it was really cool to see the gear in the wild. So it was not, well, so we had stagehand architecturals, which right. are 400 volt stagehand, stagehand pros essentially, right. but made for permanent installs. Yeah. And it was nice to see, you, you sent some pictures back of the yeah. installation. It was cool to finally see that, uh, come see. together. Cause I'd been invested in like at least yeah. getting some of that stuff kicked off and it was cool to see it come to fruition. Like I think, you know, I have, I think there are plenty of things we're going to evolve in that product idea over time, but uh, fun to see the first ones out there. Definitely was. Um, yeah, and it really looked great. You know, I mean, some of the our initial commissioning pass with um, with Stephen Ferrier, who went out there, the first pass to get things running and set up was the pictures from the field there were, were less than less than <laughs> convincing that things were okay. Right. Um, and uh, But by the time when I got back there, everything had been cleaned up. Everything looked good. The install was neat and tidy. So right. Yeah, it's nice. Pretty great. That's um, awesome. And then you've, speaking of training, you've been busy training. You've been bopping around. Yeah. Yeah. I made it up to, I made it up to our friends in, in Winnipeg last right. week, which is, <laughs> it has been like a year and change in the <laughs> making after setting up a training session and then having to cancel it and then having to move it and then having to, you know, yeah, it was, it was it's pretty, like all different people by now. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like essentially all of the carpenter folks are still the same, but everybody, well, most, almost everybody above was different at yeah. that point. Um, and um, ended up uh, a couple of folks from Theater Aquarius in um, in London, I think, Hamilton, Hamilton, Ontario, were there as well. And so it was, uh, I think it was really, it was a good, that was a really good, I think, successful, you know, talking talking about the meat of automation and how to make the how to make things happen and what why position faults happen and how to fix them and how to make turntables move smooth and right and you mentioned to me on the phone that you think it's probably the best one you've had I, so far like it's i felt that way yeah i still feel that way even yeah. a couple of days later yeah that's great <laughs> yeah that's great and then you got manhattan theater club yeah so uh tom carroll scenery put together a little automation package for uh india pale ale which is currently at manhattan theater club in um in new york and uh and they reached out asking if we could do some training for their operator um so we went in and did like a four-hour programming and using not necessarily really setting up spike mark but we definitely went through and got some things done and double checked position scales and you know talked through talked through the basics did some stuff Nice. So, yeah, I think it was successful. And you got um, more on the horizon coming up, I think, too, right? Uh, it's at the moment. It's a yes. There is more, but it's all in the ether. Oh, okay. Um, I might be going to. I might be going to visit some friends in Texas in, in like two weeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that all rolls together. Um, and then I think we have like I think we have the idea of one more before the end of the year. Another big one. Um, we have some folks coming to the shop. In a couple weeks, right? Um, networks, networks, tours is um, sending a couple of folks up here with. Um, they sent their gear from one of their from their elf tour up here for some for some TLC on the shop on the shop bench, and uh, and then they're coming up to do some two days of training. I think one day of theory, and then one day of hopefully messing around with their actual equipment and their actual rig. Yeah, over in our setup space. Nice, uh, which I which we all hope is going to make that their process a little bit cleaner and easier for this year's tour. Right. Cause last year, if anyone long time listeners might remember that Rada spent uh, 
a long spent, time. Spent the holiday season last yeah. year bouncing around yeah. between the two tours, helping yeah. them get <laughs> each stop set up. So. Yeah, and he's going back out on the road this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think he'd learn. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we had a giant house at Second Stage. Holy cow. Yeah, they, the folks at Second Stage in New York City also reached out to us a couple couple weeks, couple months ago, months ago. They were like, hey, so we got this... Uh, we have this two-story house that's like 30 feet wide, like 12 feet deep, hmm. and we need to move up and down stage. Like, Sweet. We that, have machines. That sounds cool. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make that scenery, right? And they were like, no, 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 no. Why would you make scenery? <laughs> <laughs> Good. We're all on the same page. Uh, and we ended up, uh, the initial blush of it, because we didn't really have a whole lot of information, was two push sticks <laughs> grouped together with group motion. Group motion. That's right. Um and um and so two drive tracks two push sticks two stuff and um uh and that that ended up turning out to be a really good idea because that house is a beast oh yeah yeah it is a beast and it seems like there's potentially also some alignment issues with the track and the knives and wheels and they ran into a couple challenges uh they ripped one of the drive knives right out of the wagon oof yeah 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 um yeah because there was like i don't know 12 or 14 inches between the between the knife mounting and the dog oh yeah 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 and um no bracing yeah uh long time listeners might remember from our time at act in san francisco a very similar similar thing happened um and uh so so that was Pretty, that was a, a little bit challenging. And then we ended up, Cody ended up being there for a day, helping them get some tuning done. There was some slippage. There were some other things. But um, at this point, they're up and running and just having to pay attention to what's going on with the machine. So, you know, it's good. I think everything seems to be running. That's good. Yeah. Um, I also had the opportunity to re-rig both of, the, both of those winches the first time I went there. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, super. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sent you a little sketch of yeah. Mike rearranging winches. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> like a pile of cable and an angry person. <laughs> you can guess which one I was. <laughs> Sweet. And then the last thing, uh, we're going to be at LDI this year. So uh, that's coming up. Get out of town. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's funny. I was just at the uh, out in Dallas for the ESTA standard stuff uh, yeah. sitting on couple of the committees and talking to a lot of people and there's a lot of people going a lot of people not going um and people were asking if we were going to be there and i was like yeah i mean you know ldi is always a fun show it's great to see people and stuff these things are really hard to quantify like how useful they are as a sales tool but we're to the point that it's it's a statement if we don't go like it it causes more problems than it's worth if we don't show up so um we we set out this year to try to scale back our booth and failed. It worked out great. <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have as much overhead stuff this year, but we got more stuff on the grounds yeah. to come look at. And uh, and like the architectural stuff is going to be there. And, and the new Stagehand Pro. The new Stagehand Pro and the stage, stage manager, manager, the, the real pendant. version of the stage manager, the real pendant will yeah. be there. So some good stuff to come check out if you happen to be there. So, um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that'll be kind of a whirlwind as well. Um, I think 
Yeah, I think this year you're only you're like flying in and flying out almost in the same day. It's yeah, it's not quite that bad, but it's close. <laughs> it's like I get in late Thursday night, I'm there Friday, I'm there Saturday day, and then I take the red eye out Saturday yeah. and then back here. So um yeah, it'll be interesting. it'll be a different way to do it. Yeah. So, it's like it's like you got some staff to set it up and take it down for you. <laughs> I do I don't I'm not gonna miss that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Cool. Well, and uh, hey, we got two minutes to spare. We should wrap it up. What? What? So I, in some ways, apologize for the short episode to everyone, but uh, in other ways, uh, hey, at least we got it out there and, you know. Hey, I'm pretty excited that we got to do another one in the same room. That's right. No, these are definitely better. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, everyone, for checking it out. Uh, you know, like us on uh Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, leave a little review, let people know about it, and we will catch you next time.